Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales from beyond the bar. My name is Carl. I've been a bartender for almost 11 years now. I have some tales, have some stories, want to share. I'm Riley. I enjoy sitting at a bar, and I like to watch the stories unfold. (laughs) (laughs) I do have some experience, but not enough to be noteworthy. Noteworthy enough to, if I need batch margaritas, I know what girl I'm going to call. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So what we do is we sometimes have guests, sometimes we don't, and this is that time we do not at the moment, but we pick off stories from Reddit or other internet locations, outlets, and read them to you and give you our feedback. We will tell you if we think the guest or the bartender is an asshole, and then we rate it on a scale of one to five, being an average story or a uniquely or a unique odd story. Um, right. We like to enjoy beverages while we do this. And today, since it's only one in the afternoon and we both have to work. Yes. We are doing a couple of non-alcoholic drinks. Um, same as last episode because we're doing these back to back. It's a S'mores Dark Brew from non from Untitled Art out of Wisconsin. Yes. And it's yummy. Yes, it is. Let's go ahead and just roll with the punches. I'll go ahead and start if you're okay with that. This is from bar, the subreddit Bartender Stories from user Infamous Potato 3198. Infamous. Infamous. Infamous Potato 3198 from 32 days ago. So this Ooh, is it's a fresh one. It's a fresh one. It's a fresh <laughs> potato. It's not even crispy yet. <laughs> and so this one, okay, I just kind of glided through this and it just seemed like this is more of like a, he has a question to ask. Mm-hmm. And since I'm a bartender... <laughs> Right. I'd like to answer that question for him Okay. or them. I don't know if it's him, he or she or whoever. Soliciting tips. Here's Okay, this is the title. Soliciting tips. I am probably going to get some haters here, but I need some feedback. I've been doing this for a while, 15 years. I know how to make the classics and I work at a good pl- and I work at a good pace. I work in New York City for various for various catering companies. I make a flat $25 an hour. Tip jars basically not permitted. And if we are given a tip, we are supposed to put it away quickly. Here's the situation why I at my breaking point and why am I pushing the absolute boundaries of what is considered appropriate. Employee parties during the holidays are super crazy. People are drinking nonstop and mostly not tipping. And we are getting the same fucking rate when we are killing ourselves. Here's what I've been doing. Guy in a suit orders an old fashioned. He gets asked for which whiskey, bourbon or rye, extra cube for sweetness or not, double or single. He comes back again. Orders in Manhattan. Loves it. On the third visit, I say, if you could help us out with a couple bucks, that would be great. And this is actually working. We have been trained not to do this, but you know what? Not that it's a major accomplishment, but compared to most guys doing this in catering, I actually take pride in my craft. I really like making good solid drinks. You would not believe it, but there was a guy the other day who thought an old-fashioned had vermouth in it. What am I doing could backfire for sure. I could get a compliment or I could get a complaint and be told to leave the building. First thing is, I'm not going after everybody with this. Usually, it's the men I ask and not women. It's always people who have come back to me. 
And at the end of the night, it really only amounts to 75 to 100 extra dollars. And when you think about it, that is not very much considering all the drinks I made for hundreds of people. Curious what people have to say. So <clears throat> it's kind of like a lot to unpack for sure. Yes. I used to do this. I used to be a catering bartender. That was basically my first bartending job. Right. Um, well, technically, Buffalo Wings, that was only like a month or two, so I don't count that. But catering bartending, I did for almost six years while bartending at a restaurant. And in Iowa, it's not law, but it's common for if the bar is hosted, which means the host of the party is paying for all the alcohol, we were not allowed to put out a tip jar. Okay. Because we would add gratuity to the end of the night of their bill, and we would split that gratuity on our paycheck with whoever worked that right. night. And so it was explain to me the reason why you do that is because then it feels like we are demanding money from guests when they're just there to enjoy their free time which makes sense which makes sense but if it was a cash bar meaning the guests have to pay for their own drinks at this party then we sure shit we're allowed to bring out because it's a cash bar it's just a bar basically at the end of the day right that's in iowa and i've only done this in iowa specifically eastern iowa and he said, and he says he's in New York. He's in New York, and he gets a flat rate of twenty five dollars an hour. <sighs> There's so much to start going over with this. Is, is first of all the whole tip thing is that your a, company's policy or is it a legal thing? Right, that's really the number one thing right there. Right. If it's a company policy, you need to ask your boss why is this a thing right and if it's an issue with everybody mm -hmm. then they should change their policy or you should move to have the policy changed right because 25 dollars an hour living is, in new york is, is probably like us making 12 dollars an hour here right. in iowa like you can do it but it's like yeah so there's that you know obviously the company's pr it's probably going to align with the whole we're charging gratuity to this host right and we don't want to make our guests feel Right, the, you know, and if and if they are charging gratuity, then you should see that. Right, and not getting paid just a flat rate of twenty five dollars an hour. Right, so that would be that would be a big no no on the company side yeah. if they're charging gratuity, which should go to mm -hmm. the bartenders and servers. So I'll stop you right there, and I've said it from the beginning of the story, is it's actually not gratuity that the these companies charge, and since it's, they don't specifically say the word gratuity. They don't have to give it out. As it's a service it's charge. It's a service charge. Right. And it's what we do at the fucking hotel. It's what I bitch about all the time. I go, you guys, I go, if you told your pay, okay. So what I mean by all of this is you're going to see your bill for, let's say $10,000. That's you, a big number, but. I just math. Makes it easy. Make, yeah. Makes it easy. So if you see your bill for $10,000 and it says gratuity for 2000 which is standard 20%, then that is telling everyone or I'm sorry, that is that you're putting yourself in a situation where that gratuity is going towards all the people that worked that event, all the servers, cocktail servers, waitresses, bartenders, whoever, whoever worked that catering event, it's going to go towards them. If you put what's known as a service charge on there, people who pay that bill still they still think that that's a gratuity, but it's not, not and it's not going to. So what the company's going to do is they keep a percentage of that. Uh huh. And then they divide the rest out to that. Based on what they see fit. What they see fit. So that's probably what's happening in all these is that it's a service charge, not a gratuity. 
Right. And I fucking tell people, if you tell these fucking people that it's not, that's what you're doing it, they're all going to be pissed off. Right. Because if you, if you think you're paying for a service charge, you, you think that means it's going, going, to, going people, to your servers, the server, those people who provided the, the service, the people who served you something. Right. So anyways, that's, that's, that's a whole other podcast. Right. So that's, that's how it is where I work at. I'm going to assume that's a standard through the United States type thing. Right. When it comes to catering events. Where am I going out with this? So him just getting a flat rate of $25. So that means I guarantee this company's making a killing. On service charges. On service charges and just charging for what they yeah. need to charge. Right. So my next thing is I've never asked for tips before. And the catering side of things. Right. So, oh, I know, I know what my next thought was going to be is. How the fuck are these people going in free drinks and not throwing a 20, right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> like I feel okay, now now let's talk on the bartender side and guest experience uh-huh. or the guest side, I'm sorry. How, these people are throwing you making you drinks all night long. They you don't you don't have a 20 for them? Right. Or just a 5 or something. Like when we when you and I uh-huh. go to places like this is I'll usually just give a person a 20 or a 10 or what whatever. Uh-huh. And I'm like Here's us all night long for you. I'm just going to do it one time. Right. Because I don't want to keep giving you a dollar. Just here's 20. I don't fucking care. Whatever. 20, 40, whatever it is. How are they not doing that? Right. I mean. Like, I'm not saying everyone has to do that. I understand going to a wedding that's an open bar and not wanting to have to tip because you assume that's part of the. The experience and I like so I would understand where when you worked for Winifred's how they didn't want you to put out a tip jar because right. like people who are guests shouldn't feel like they have to tip. Right. I understand that. I'm not that person. I still want to give you a tip. I'm still going to have cash in my pocket for you. But but the way that OP is making it seem like is like he no one's doing that. Right. Right. Like I get it. Like maybe like but you're saying like 10% of the people aren't like throwing you something without you even begging for it. Right. Or asking for, not begging, asking for it. See, my thing is, like, I understand OP being frustrated with what Mm -hmm. he makes, but that's an issue that you don't talk to the customers about or the, or the guests about. You need to talk to your managers. Mm -hmm. You need to talk to the company. Yeah. Or if they're not going to change that or if they're not going to make it, if they're not going to explain to you what's happening, then you need to not work there anymore. Like that, if you if I you take agree. pride in your work, if you take mm-hmm. pride in the drinks that you make, go work at a bar that's going to tip you. Right. You you live in New York City, man. There's tons of cocktail <laughs> you bars. Can, you can that go will to a dive bar and make more than twenty five dollars right. an hour. And I get it. You know, it's probably comfy, comfy, and, and because it's ca- because it's catering and he makes a flat wage, he might get benefits, which is right. which right. There's then, yeah. I I'm I am agreed. I am one of those people. If you don't like where you're fucking working at. If it's that miserable, go find a fucking new job. Right. And this is 32 days ago. In the past three years, it the service industry has totally widened up to where you can go work wherever the fuck you want to. Pretty like much. it might not be maybe that's you might he might not be able to go work at employees only. Right. Or PDT or PDT right. or something like that. But there's plenty of craft bars out there that are looking for there employees. There are plenty of hotel bars that need somebody to make right. a good old fashioned, a good Manhattan, a good classic, right. which if is you, what he if says. If you he- can do all that. You have you have a resume to where you can go wherever you want. Right. You can. I mean, are you going the to only, be uh, in an elite bar? Maybe not. But right. are you going to make money? Yeah. And like, if if right now what you're worried about is making tips, and you're worried about making money. Yep. Exactly. And that and that stresses you out. That puts there's so much psychological things when it comes to like if you're just worried about I need to make five hundred dollars tonight. 
Like, you know, like it, there, there is studies and I, and I believe that that puts a lot of stress on you. Then that, that, uh, manifests right. into you, to the customer experience and all this other stuff. So try to wrap this up because we can talk about this is there's a lot of things unpack here but i think this is needed to be talked about because it falls into i don't think you should be asking people for money especially when it's this if you're at a bar like if, if i was at my bar and this guy i had made this guy five drinks and he said they were all amazing and he's paying me per drink and he's only tipping me like five percent i would say then it is okay to say is there something else i could do for you like it, it Am I not providing like a great customer experience for you? Like, right. don't because talk he's about. Don't you right? He's paying you. Like, you don't say you're tipping me like a cheap bastard, but right. you just say like, is there something else I could be doing to like make your night even better? Right, because that shows that one, you're not like. Look, I know you're not tipping me, but mm -hmm. like, yeah. what is it that about my demeanor or my interactions with you that are making you be a cheap asshole? Right. Because at the end of the day, money is a touchy, touchy subject with no matter what class you are in. And right. by class, I mean, like, are you, you know, you know, like how much money you make or right. run the paper shit? Well, and I mean, and tipping is an antiquated system and like making a flat, making a flat wage yep. is the ideal. Right. Because... You would know how much you're going to take home every day. You're going to be, it's basically having a salary. And a lot of countries do that. America just doesn't because income tax. Making a flat wage would be a good situation if you were making your worth or if you were making a living wage. So then it, it comes down to a higher, right? A higher overarching issue. Right. Sorry. There's a lot of comments where people are saying stuff. So I'm trying to read, like, the OP is very responsive to everyone's thoughts about this so i'm just trying to see if i can read one um, so someone says solicit those tips i work in europe for 10 pounds hourly or 10 euros hourly it's not enough to survive okay let me make one more thought before i read this you agreed to what you got paid before you started the fucking job you knew what you're going to get paid uh -huh. you knew how it worked and if you didn't then you should you have taken that job they have to tell you what you're going to make when you get hired you right. can choose to not show up for your first day and I, there might be circumstances where he just needed he just needed this job right away and i get all that but then again we, we live in a time where you can go do where the fuck you want to anymore so okay so anyways solicit those tips i work in europe for 10 euros hourly it's not enough to survive op thanks for the support now an update Tipping depends on the clientele. Example, Saturday night, 400 people equals eight bartenders, super high volume, like a nightclub. Solicited, solicited safely with only those I made special drinks for eight to 10 people, tips $100, ended at 1.30. Sunday night, 200 people, six bartenders, sit down dinner. Did practically nothing. Everybody was respectful. $40 ended at 10.30. I got 20 for getting a coffee. Oh, and by the way, it was cold and he did not care. Why do we depend on so few people to help us out? It is always like 5% that carry us. Again, that goes to situational bartending mm -hmm. and events. There were times where we would do these events where it was a sit down. Right. And I just made a couple Jack and Cokes. And it is what it is, man. Right. But then, again, I'm in a different situation where people would tip me no matter what. If there was no tip jar, they're like, where's your tip jar? Like, I'm not, I would say, I'm not allowed to have one out, but I won't say no. Right. And people just laughed and they threw me money and we just had stacks of money. But at the end of the day, I, 
I, keep, I hate to keep reading it. You're choosing to keep working here. Right. If it's not enough or if you feel like you need to go somewhere that is going to give you yeah. the tips that you need, you're going to it's it's a gamble because in this job you're making $25 an hour flat, which you might not make if you go work yeah. a job that you can get tips yeah. freely. If you have 15 years of bar experience in New York City and you can make all the classics and probably more, you have a wide open resume. So Right. You can go work somewhere that's going to give you a good tip. You know, so for story wise, a one. Yeah, I mean, um, this is kind of this is kind of different than what we're kind of. Go There's no asshole in this group. I mean, honestly, I think I think the OP is kind of an asshole, not because he's an asshole, but because he's entitled, entitled about what he deserves. Correct. Which I'm not saying he doesn't deserve that. I'm saying he's entitled in when he wants everybody to bend to him to get what he wants instead of going to find what he wants. Right. Yes. So I agree. Okay. Yeah, I'll do one three. See you. You explain what I'm thinking. <laughs> and that's why we're a match made in Dubuque, Iowa. <laughs> Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, you said 1-3? One, 1-3. Three. One, three. Uh, 1.1. Okay. Because this is this is like most of the bartenders I know. You have two, a lot of bartenders I know, you have two, two lanes. Yeah. You have the, I'm here to provide a good experience and tips coming is great. And I know the better experience I give them, the more likely I am to make more money. Yep. The you, bartenders. And then there are bartenders who are like, oh, I'm just here. I need to make my money. Blah, 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 blah. And you can tell that they're just here to make money. They don't really care about customer experience. And they, if they do care about customer experience, it's because they're putting on a face to make the money. Right. He seems like he's between the two. He's a middle ground. Uh, but again, that's all. I, it's all he's he's explained himself. So that's all we're kind yeah. of stuck with. Now we're just assuming. Right. So I think it does come with. I've been doing this for 15 years. Why am I not making more? Like, why right. aren't you paying me more? Yeah, that's a you problem. Yeah. You so, go make more money somewhere else. I mean, good luck for you, you, bud. But infinite, infamous potato. Infamous. Infamous potato guy. I hope you get what you want. Maybe move. Maybe move out of New York City so shit ain't costing you four thousand goddamn dollars. Twenty five dollars an hour here. Let me tell I make, you. <laughs> I make thir after tips last year, twenty twenty two. I made thirty and a half dollars. Yeah, thirty point five dollars. Yeah, but like when it when you when you put it into perspective, if twenty five dollars an hour, that would uh, you'd have to work like less than a week to pay our mortgage. Yep. So. <laughs> So yeah, if you have a story you want to share with us, go to a subred our subreddit. Do you want to start a tab? It'll be the link is in the description of any platform or you're listening to or watching this. We do have all the socials: Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, shoot us a DM if you want to share share your story on there, or if you are a bartender, current or past, and have a lovely story that you would like to talk about with Riley and I on our podcast, reach out. We are more than willing. To have you on yes. and have some fun. We have extra seats right here if you are local. Hello. Otherwise, we can you can call in. We'll do a Zoom call. Yep. So, all right, Riley, you got a story? Quick I do. One? A quick one? It is a quick one. Quickie? Uh, it's from... This is a shot. What? Like a shot. Quick. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> go. It's from Bartender Stories I've read it eight years ago. Ooh, years ago. I went far back. Man, that's like the sort of a relationship. <laughs> from Tiny Donkey 4. <laughs> He told an epic tale. <laughs> um, it's called Stupid Students. Okay. So, here we go. 
The nightclub I used to attend bar in was starting to go under. They were losing money fast because the normal 30-year-old regulars were being scared off by a rough and messy crowd who had started to frequent the place. The rough crowd rarely spent the kind of money the old regulars used to spend. So in an attempt to get a bit of cash, the management decided to run a few student nights. And drunk students are stupid. (laughs) Yep. So I'm tending bar in the private bar area, which we've opened because the place is so busy. I've got a bar that's only about two meters long. So like this table. And, but it's completely packed. So I've moved all my spirits from the speed rail to the back bar. The only bottles left in the speed rail are the vodka bottles that I'd filled with cordials. I saw the idiot do it out of the corner of my eye. He grabbed a lime cordial and ran with two of his friends. <laughs> Love it. Love it. I didn't even try to stop him. Just got the attention of the security and pointed at him. The doorman brought the thief and his friends to the bar and called the manager up. We tried not to lose our shit laughing, but told the guys that they were responsible for paying anything that they steal. They were freaking out until we charged them five euro for the bottle of cordial. Then the look on their face when they realized how stupid they were was absolutely priceless. So the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. (laughs) You were waiting the entire time I was reading to say that, you idiot. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, you know, he's busy. That's ballsy. Yeah, man. Like, I never... I mean, I feel weird when I try to, like, reach over the bar to get, like, the gun to fill my water back up. Yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, I don't. Unless d- you're working. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I'm working, thanks. Um, man, in your a- clothes and there's nobody there. Right. That'd be That's hilarious. You're just working out the corner of your eye. You see some dipshit think they're still in a bottle of vodka. Right. So, okay. So, either they're so drunk or they're just doing it. Like, it's a lime cordial. So it's green. It's it's hint, it's tinted some yeah, color, but, but if it's dark, I mean, but like it could be pucker, right? It that's, could be that's true. Like it, it it could be something that had booze in it, and right. it's just like a premix cocktail or yeah. something. It's a, it's a, it's a student. He doesn't know what it is. He's just grabbing something because he thinks it's booze and he wants it for free. Look what I'm gonna do, Stephen Roger. Guys, I only got I only got two euro left. I can't afford another drink. Wait, 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 wait. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got it, I got it, let's run, let's run. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So yes, that's the part of bartending. It's just like, what the fuck did I just witness? Like, Jesus Christ, you morons. I mean, smart move on the bartender, though, for moving all of the, the rail booze to the back bar and uh, then putting just cordials yeah. and juices. Like, that's that's genius because mm. it's a student night. You know somebody's going to be stupid and try to do something. Well, that and plus he's just probably making a bunch of shit, right? Yeah. Just, that's all he's making is vodka and, vodkas and gimlets yeah. and kamikazes and whatever, right? So that's funny. Were the kids asked? I mean, yes, they stole something technically, right? Not speaking on the value of the thing they stole because at the end of the day, it would have been a $20 bottle. Euro bottle probably. Well, Anyways. they would have, and they would have, char- but they would have charged bar price. So. Bar price would have been like a hundred, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, we're the kids, the assholes, absolutely. But they're like the fun asshole, right? They're like that annoying cousin at the Christmas party, right? Like if it had been, if it had been an actual bottle of booze, it would have been a lot more frustrating. Mm-hmm. But because it wasn't, it's just a fun story to tell. Yeah. Um. Uh, One I've, six. One six. One six. I've never seen somebody ballsy enough to no, reach you know over what? You know, you're, you're the right. bar. You see, I say my number, then you. So I'm gonna go like a two, two seven. Two. I'm two two. Two point seven and two point two. So yeah, you're right. I've never seen. That's a that's a fucking lie. I've had people take 
bottled beers that I'm like, I know I'm just selling a lot of bottled beers, so I'm just getting them out of the cooler because I know I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell it here like uh -huh. in the next five minutes. Right. I think fucking people take that off me. They just charge it. Like, they're just pre-serving themselves and telling me to put it on their tab. I'm like, come, dude, come on, man. Like, that's, that's not how this works. That's wild. Yeah. Like, I, drunk people, it's, people like that. Entitled. It's like, where are your parents? Mm -hmm. Like, who taught you how to function? I'm their fucking parent. Like, and that would I just discipline them. <laughs> who taught you how to function in society, and what makes you think that's okay? Yeah. That's that's the entire that's the entire theme behind this podcast. Is like, what makes you think that what your actions are are? Yeah is acceptable within society. How do you, how can you believe that you are a functioning member of society when you do shit like this? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> so yeah, don't steal fucking bottles. Don't Remember. steal. Don't get too drunk. Don't berate people. And if you don't like your job, quit. <laughs> move on. Yeah. Move on. We live in a time. Move on. Let's try something new. Put on a new pair of socks. It's okay. It is fucking okay. <laughs> It is okay to buy some new clothing and to get some new jobs. <laughs> Crusty ass shoe motherfucker. Says you who's wearing your bands. <laughs> your shoes are 15 years old. They still work. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a dick. Tip your bartender. Drink responsibly. You got it.